for the 200th time, hello world, we're big gay nerds. Woo! Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um, I, I, <laughs> you know, well, let's just do the introductions first. Um, my name is Owen. I am the founder, uh, director, and editor of Big Gay Nerds. My pronouns are he and him. And I'm excited to have everyone here. Just, uh, let's see, in order of seniority, why not? We have Levi. Oh, hello, I am Levi. Pronouns are they, them. I'm uh, very excited to be on the 200th episode and uh, playing this game. Yes. Then Pixie. Hi, I'm Pixie. Um, I usually just say that I appear sometimes, but I've been on here a lot more recently lately. So, yeah. Um... I am very happy to be in the 200th. Like, I was really excited when they started this, and I'm happy it's gone this far. What are your pronouns, Pixie? Oh, right. She, her, and they, them. I forget. (laughs) (laughs) And Fern. Hello, everyone. It's been a while. My name is Fern. My pronouns are he, they, and it. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash pigjulep playing Yay. my fursona just to <laughs> boss promotion. <laughs> uh, and uh, uh, playing my fursona played video games. Uh, and uh, I am really excited to be on the 200th episode and I'm also really excited to play this game because it seems like exactly my gender, so I'm really happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mood. Yeah, so, um, yeah, you know what? Yes, let's just get right into uh-huh. it. Um, we got something very special for our 200th episode. In the past, we've been giving exclusive access to unpublished RPGs to help promote them, but this is probably the furthest in advance we've ever gained access to something. It's from Greg Stolze, who's an internet veteran, uh, but if you listen to us exclusively... Um, he's the one who wrote the Termination Shock game we played with the weird aliens and all that. Mm-hmm. And uh, this game is called Dueling Fops of Vindemir. Um, there is a Kickstarter coming, but we don't know when. Um, obviously, this could have been timed much better to synergize with that campaign, but he was so into the idea of getting to be on our 200th episode that really proves how much clout we have i think yes (laughs) yes thanks greg also yes thank you yes also it is just it's an excellent game so like we weren't gonna be like no yeah exactly (laughs) yes we want this (laughs) i i am so excited i've recently been rediscovering like video games that i used to play because i downloaded an emulator for my streams just so you know so i can plug that again not like i'm being mm-hmm. tacky or anything uh but uh and i have realized that like long hair fancy boys are my ge- like my gender envy from childhood so it's very <laughs> exciting to play a fop which is like at least like 40 percent of my gender is the word fop <laughs> so i'm really excited like, <laughs> well then this won't even be the first specific fop that i've played <laughs> i mean look so. at ira glasgow <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So, uh, Levi, I believe you had dibs on reading off the uh, summary of what this game is. Ah, uh, yes. I, actually, 
excellently written. Uh, they call you many things. Layabout, fop, ne'er-do-well, fancy man, puff baby, frannian, flouncer, swing blade, rake, rake hell, rake spindle, knob, swell, fribble, white glove, gadabout, doodle, bow nasty, boot ludge, oppressor, blackguard, marble swank, surly pood, ruffian, flagrantian, gilded teat, but you ignore the proliferating insults of the ill-bred classes with a toss of your glamorous hair or, when required, a swat from your nimble rapier. You are a Vindemir's gentry, and, if the city itself has become a disgusting cesspit of commerce, you can remain a beacon of noble virtue for those of lesser lineage. You, your family, and your school of swordplay are the moral pole stars all those wretched, drunken, grasping, venal, disease-rattled humans' warts ought to emulate. If only you could convince them, or, failing that, convince those you love not to emulate them. Dueling Pops of Vindemir is a game of arrogant scions of gentry, bickering, bragging, degrading themselves, falling in love, and seeking to balance conflicting loyalties. Will you kill to protect the honor or reputation of your prized student? Do you take the fall for your illegitimate child's indiscretions? If the choice comes to tarnish your family name with bloodshed, or allow an insult to your school to go unaddressed, which do you pick? All right. Very well done. Um, I love the list of things. <laughs> like, tag yourself. I'm Puff Baby. <laughs> <laughs> like, just list of insults is a genre of joke that I like a lot, especially when it includes obscure ones. <laughs> yeah. I really want to know so, what a flagrantian is. Yeah. Not um, <laughs> Surly pood, I can, like, sort of intuit. I also like bonasty. It might come from flagrant. <laughs> bonasty yeah, is real good. Yeah, that's that's my v, that's uh, my uh, VTuber bonasty. <laughs> um, we'll get you someday. <laughs> we will. So um, to summarize what this is like as a game, more specifically, um, uh, as laid out, you are uh, a fop, uh, specifically a dueling one, and more specifically the head of a uh, dueling school, which I think the last time we talked about this, it's not entirely clear whether that means you, like, this is an institution that has, like, a building or anything, or if it's just, like, a, you and a handful of people who think you're cool, but the basic idea is that you are the master of a specific school of swordplay. Um, and this is a GM-less game, but unlike the last GM-less game we did, Cage of Sand, which you should listen to if you haven't already, that was a collaborative game, and this is a competitive one. So we will each have our own fop, and we'll also have a couple of those fops hangers-on to control. And we're going to see who is going to come out on top of all this. <laughs> um and also, uh, to specify, Vindemir is a made-up uh, fantasy city. It's not just a place in Europe you've never heard of. Um, the time period for this is a little vague, but it's, you know, the, the time when dueling fops were big. So that gives a generous window, I think. It is very funny for me, uh, just because I grew up near a suburb that was like the rich side of town called Windermere. <laughs> uh, so, that is 
<laughs> I'm going to be playing you this. Were, you were born for this. As a socialite yeah, exactly. of Windermere. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. The thing that everyone knows about Windermere is that you have to drive like five miles under the speed limit at all times because the cops are like. <laughs> out for blood in Windermere. Oh my yeah. <laughs> uh, so, um, one of the core mechanical conceits of this game is that you have four stats that are divided into two sets of two opposed stats. Um, basically, each pair, both of them added up together have to equal 10 so if one of them goes down the other one will go up and if one of your stats reaches 10 while the other reaches zero you are taken out of play because the aspect of yourself that that stat represents uh sort of comes to define your character to such a point that you can't really get involved in adventures so to sum them up uh you have a uh, foppish versus duelist and serious versus aristocrat. As you can guess, like, foppish is about, you know, being a fop. Um, <laughs> where, and duelist is about, you know, being good at dueling. Um, serious is about, you know, taking things seriously. And aristocrat is about sort of the, the duties and... Uh, authority no. of yeah, your actual, actual house yeah the management side of uh supposedly being in charge of some things exactly you can be a big fop without being a big aristocrat and vice versa mm -hmm. but you know um so yeah i think that sums that up pretty directly um and then those are pretty much your only stats except they get modified by your beloveds so um each of you um as the head of a dueling school, you will also have a number of, like, friends or family members or students um, who will, you know, be tagging along with you now and then. And uh, basically, there's a big old table of different types of beloveds, and uh, we will roll on them. And then uh, when we control the beloveds to do something in place of the teacher which is what they're generally referred to, teachers. Uh, I've, I've just been using fops, but in theory, everyone in here could be a fop. There are, there are non-player fops in play. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, they have certain writers on them that, like, modify your stats. Like, say, if you were controlling... Let me just uh, look up a random one. If you were controlling your Wastrel Bastard Son which is a real result on the <laughs> D20 <laughs> chart. Um, if you were rolling It's not even him, the only bastard um, child option, I don't think. Yeah. Um, you would be considered to be at minus two serious and plus one duelist. However, as at least as far as I understand it, if you were already at two serious and then you were, and you were using a guy who gave a minus two to serious... Uh, this would not, you would not be taken out of the game because it, your series would be effectively zero. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and as established, each of you will have two. However, there's sort of a built-in loyalty mechanic and it is possible to steal someone's beloveds away by seducing them or something. <laughs> I love 
this idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess the last sort of conceit to go over before uh, we actually get into character generation is that um, because this is a DM-less game, it sort of needs a little something to give it structure. And this is reflected in the fact that uh, this whole game is going to be divided into seven scenes. Um, these are uh, basically pre-generated scenarios that will present us which um, a number of potential uh, activities our characters can do. Uh, those aren't all the things you can do. There is, in fact, a simple guide to... Oh, I didn't go over the central conflict resolution. Um, when you want to do something, uh, you roll a d10 and you add a combination of two of your stats. It can't be two opposed stats, so you'll never just get the clean plus 10 from that. But, for example, let me see. Uh, for example, combining foppish and aristocrat is what you do if you want to seduce or outshine, or if you want to combine foppish and duelist, that's how you humiliate and brag. Um, and there's also a number of sort of... of each scene will have a list of... Uh, more specific activities you can do um, if you want some more guidance on that. Um, I think is, are there any more details about that I should go into or is that, is that sufficient for now? I think that's, I think that's, that's good. good for, for now. Any more details that will come up as we go. Okay. So character creation is divvied up into five steps uh, the first is find out just how fancy you are. And so roll 1d6 plus 2, and that is your starting foppish rating. And then obviously your uh, serious rating will just be 10 minus your foppish rating. Mm. I've got uh, your some simple character sheets all written up in the Google Docs, so we can just put those there. And if you, wanna, if you want to use our new uh, dice roller bot... Uh, we can put that in the gameplay okay. channel. Oh, I have got a three for Fawfish. <laughs> oh, That's a little disappointing. Okay. <laughs> so looking at this, I got a six. So I have Fawfish six and Sirius four. Um, um, I got, uh, I rolled a six. So plus two is eight. So I have a Fawfish of eight and a Sirius of two. Which is and, already in dangerous territory. Oh no, and Fern! And I both, am the same! We're both extremely foppish! I'm so happy, actually. I wanted a high fop score, so I'm... <laughs> I don't care how broken it is. <laughs> oh man, I got a... Boy. So neither of us is very serious. So, yep. foppish... And serious, yeah. I think that Pixie's the only one with a higher serious role than Foppish, so this is going to be an interesting yeah. dynamic. <laughs> it is. Like, by itself, it's a little disappointing, but since everybody else is extremely Foppish, mm -hmm. that's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and so, step two, limber up, prepare to stab. And this is these, these are actual titles that these steps are given, just to be perfectly clear. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um... 
Roll 1d6 plus 2, that's your starting duelist rating. An important note, the character with the highest duelist rating is renowned as leading the greatest school of swordplay in the land, and has possession of Ye Baron's Claymore, which is spelled with, um... (laughs) As many E's as possible. Yeah, an extra R in there. The trophy for winning the yearly swordplay tournament. If it's tied, determine randomly who won last year. Everyone has an opinion, and the rivalry would be even fiercer, except the rivalries between all the players are already at maximum ferocity. (laughs) So... I... Um... Uh, so I just wanted to say what it's like as a player with the highest duelist rating is renowned as, and I was like Seto Kaiba. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> this, this is so, okay. You can okay. probably do a Yu-Gi-Oh mod of this. <laughs> Fine, I'll take it. Okay, so Levi, you are clearly beset by a witch of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Be- because I am looking at your result and it looks like you got another eight. Yeah, can I can I re-roll that? I don't want to be so okay. Like I, yeah, but then yes. I like re-rolled the d six and got a five, which I guess I'm going to live with. Yeah, I'm I, I'm yeah that that's that is that is fair. I also got an eight. Oh my god! <laughs> I would I'm I would be sus- I would be suspicious of like. This this roller, if it weren't for the fact that like other folks have been getting yeah. things, it looks like I got a five, so that gives me just a five duelist and five aristocrat. I'm pretty balanced, it seems. Eight duelist, two aristocrat. Hell yeah! Eight duelist, eight foppish, two serious, two aristocrat. <laughs> Let's go. Two serious, two aristocrat. Oh I, I have a, a three, so five. Gotcha. Five and five. I am split evenly down the middle also. <laughs> two fop, two furious. <laughs> this means that I'm I'm the Seto Kaiba. I'm the greatest duelist of the it land. Does. I have the queen. That's, that's actually Yugi, though. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. The Yugi Defender has logged in. <laughs> okay. So, uh, now that we have our stats generated, step three is to name your school. Before you before you name your character, you have to decide what the name of your fencing school is. Uh, so it says, you can give your style of fencing any cool-sounding name you like, but if you're lazy like me, why not just roll 1d6 and see what fate thinks? And so there's uh, a little 3D6. chart. 3d6. Oh, yeah, 3d6. And uh, so because I like um, I like leaving things up to fate this way, mm-hmm. I am going to see what result I get. I get 6, 4, 3, which on this chart would be the... Subtle victory way. Okay. Yeah. That's exciting. Uh, See? Hmm. (laughs) So I rolled 3d6. Two of them were sixes, which maybe your suspicions about this dice roller are assuaged, but mine are not. Yeah, Uh, I'm. Hmm. (laughs) I've got my eye on you, Dice Man. That subtle enlightenment school, which sucks. So <laughs> you can will... re-roll if you want, or re-name. oh yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Razor Serpent style again. That was good. Okay. I'm trying to remember what mine was last time. It was something Pegasus. I think it was Adamantine Pegasus something. Adam. Okay, I'm just gonna keep that again because that's so I I used a like a a tavern generator oh. uh, for the first part, and it's too metal, and I didn't get to. Oh wait, sorry, you can cut that out. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. Now everyone, it's <laughs> our dark secret can be revealed that we we toyed with this once before. I got a six, Sorry. a three, and a two. Good. I'm gonna re-roll that six. Yeah. Just because it's the first six. All right. So I got a five, a three, and a two. So that is going to be a indomitable hair school. Okay. Is that an R? Oh, I thought that was like a Z, but no, you're I right. Thought that I think was it's a- the font. And, I read um, it as hate at first, well, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's hair. It's, it's, it is indomitable hair. Oh, I, like a, I'm like getting a big a, rabbit. I'm getting okay. a very red wall feeling again, as I always <laughs> do, it seems. So nice. I'm very excited. And everyone... Bob and Weave. So, <laughs> yeah, so I am interested, based on these names, do we have any like mental Ill- images of like what our styles are like? Yeah, I think that mine is definitely like uh, indomitable hair, a hair like fighting style to me, like is like as high flying as like fencing can be. (laughs) (laughs) So like a lot of jumps, a lot of like Bob's like dodges and stuff like that. And maybe just like uh, trying indomitable being like trying to like uh like exhaust your opponent perhaps i like that yeah you've got you you've got the lucha libre offensive style yes <laughs> <laughs> I, I do a flip every now and then it's great yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i figure razor serpent style is a little more sort of intense and rooted in sort of uh like practical uh, like like medieval martial arts mm. and that it's about trying to stab like like get into armor with like mm. the point of weapons nice mm-hmm. so for mine i feel like it is like flourishy but very defensive and so when you strike it is like for the kill ah okay mm. i think subtle victory way seas is based on the name based on it's very defensive but also heavy positioning so you like do a lot of Mm -hmm. parrying until like the other guy doesn't realize that he's standing next to a cliff or something oh cool or just has their back to the wall yeah (laughs) yeah okay and so with um our school generated um step four hold close thy dear ones so um we are each going to roll 2d20 and uh, pick, and from that, ch- the resulting chart, we will see who our uh, beloveds are. I got 11 on both, so I'm going to reroll yeah. one of those. I don't know, yeah, I don't know if you're allowed to double up. I would allow it, it if you wanted to. It does but, say that you can uh, double nah. up in the it's, rules. Yeah, it says if you roll a result, I would oh my gosh, I got. Up or pick- 
I rolled a d20 twice, and I got a 20 and a 1. So. Oh my god. Okay, so we should probably take turns in going over who our beloveds are, then. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, like, be copying and pasting their things. Okay, so, um, I got a 14, which is an adoring spouse. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, well, Cute. in real life, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Aww. Uh, they are supportive and as in love with you as the day you married. Someone you can absolutely take for granted. I'll just wait <laughs> till these not... other fops start making their moves, though. I'm yeah, sure exactly. that they can get as uh, infatuated as anybody else. Exactly. Um, and so they give a plus two aristocrat um, with no, like malice associated which is interesting because like the like the mechanical impacts of these beloveds are like definitely um like they're not balanced which i think is interesting yeah you can have ones you definitely want and ones that you can maybe not mind if they get passed off to someone else (laughs) yeah (laughs) and then the i also rolled uh, an 11 so and that is a good-hearted student always listens um, eyes hard, never gives up, has two left feet, and no defensive instinct. Minus one duelist. Okay, yeah. So, that's another example. Okay, so I've got two very, um, from a narrative perspective, very benevolent beloveds. Um, but also it, neither of them are good at fighting, is the impression that I get. <laughs> and and one of them is not good at anything else. <laughs> So I so I also got the good-hearted student, and I re-rolled my other dice because I prefer rolling. Uh, rolling is more fun, and I got an alluring enamorata, and I'm very excited about that. Ooh, Ooh. what is uh, what's the text that on is that? Your lover who scalds your bodily essence with erotic lightning, renowned through the city for fair features. You're lucky, Damn. and that is plus two foppish, negative two aristocrat. Ooh, incredible. Okay. <laughs> Erotic lightning. Erotic lightning. Erotic <laughs> lightning. Incredible. And I'm just going to, unless you want to, I'm just going to copy and paste that over for convenience. Yeah, and then, you know, the other one, good-hearted student, we have already went, yeah. gone over what that mm-hmm. is. Well, uh, I rolled a, oh, shoot, let me see. it was like a seven and a one. So, uh, A1 is Wastrel Bastard's son. You just couldn't keep it in your small clothes on the most ill-starred night of the year. Yet he is still precious to you. So it's a <laughs> minus two serious plus one duelist. Uh, it gives me wharf vibes. Because the- <laughs> of the, I don't know, just the Alexander arc we've been going through on Deep Space Nine on our rewatch recently. Where he shows up and he's just terrible at everything. It's like, this is my son, Alexander, and like all the Klingons think he's a joke. He's like, like, hey, hey, look at this clown dance. Dance, clown. (laughs) But uh, uh, number seven is Comrade Boozebag. She did save your life once, but hasn't done much for you lately, except raid your wine uh, cellar. Uh, Minus one aristocrat, plus one duelist. Oh, I love her. (laughs) Is uh, is Worf kind of a dueling fop obviously Mm. not by our standards but by klingon by klingon standards he's a real dandy yeah yeah (laughs) he does he does 
He's very good with a sword, though, yeah. 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 Depending on the arc, he's a landed noble, so... Yeah. Hmm, he's always getting exiled or brought back in or exiled again. <laughs> yeah. And then, Fern, you got, like, the alpha and omega of roles, didn't you? Yeah, I got a critical miss and a critical hit. Uh, <laughs> this is... Like, we are playing Dungeons & Dragons, and um, they even each other out. That's how it works, right? Uh, so, yes. I also have a wastrel a bastard son. He is precious <laughs> to me. But then, I also have a prize student. Which the flavor text goes really well with the wastrel bastard son. <laughs> so allow me to read this to you. Uh, yeah. You love this one like your own child, if not more. <laughs> <laughs> Their skills are great, but more. They have the heart of a lion. Your favorite. You get the advantage on all duelist rolls. <laughs> oh yeah, so that is something that this does have in common with D&D, which is that... Um, Whenever you have advantage, you roll two dice and pick the highest. And when you have disadvantage, you roll two dice and pick the lowest. I don't know. It feels like I first saw that come into play in D&D 5th edition, and now it's kind of everywhere under the same name. Mm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it's older than that. I do not mind that as like a uniform mechanic. Yeah. As far as some like a universal sort of dice mechanic coming out in something as widely known as D&D, like... It just makes sense. It sort of catches. Yeah. I just... Uh, so, what happens when there's negative two serious on... When I already oh, have two serious? <laughs> it just means that when when you are acting through that character, you're going to be acting like you've got... you've you, That you have, like, a zero yeah. in serious. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. excellent. I... Yeah. I uh, I'm extremely min-maxed. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, the very last, uh, step is, uh, rolling a name. If you can't be bothered to make up a name for your fantasy snob, roll a d10 and pick between male, female, or category-defying nickname. And then there's a little footnote there. The civic gods of Vindemir are all super queer, changing between masculine, feminine, and blended, so the citizens naturally are pretty indifferent and accepting of sexual variety. Some foreign and atheist killjoys still get shirty and, and about stuff, though. I've never heard the phrase shirty before, so... I've heard it, um, but I can't remember. So there is... So there is a uh, another chart here that I'm going to go with. It has like a basic chart for the first names, and then like in the lore section, there's also a section for like the last names of the great families. So I'm going to go with that. Last time we toyed with this, I got a very embarrassing name. So let's see. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to do it both at once. Roll one d ten plus one d twelve. Two and eight so that means okay so if i'm looking at all three options there's a feminine javonel male bardolf and neutral low blow oh my gosh that goes low bro a blow goes with your fighting style yeah (laughs) but i feel like if i say it too much i'm just gonna say lobo and i'm gonna start thinking about the main man Um, <laughs> and if I was, if, <laughs> I, I'm out of, I think I'm going to go with Bardolf. I think that's the one I like the most out of those. It's good. Um, 
And for the last name, let's see what was number eight on that. Perdilho, I think, if that's that's how that's pronounced. Perdilho. Perdilho, I guess. I don't know how pronounced that H is. And I'm positive that is an H. Okay, so <laughs> does anyone else yeah. does anyone else want to roll or do they want to just pick a name? I want to roll because I don't like making decisions. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going to roll. I'm going to spell roll with two L's, not two O's. And... It would probably be acceptable in the sort of Vindemir-style spelling we're seeing demonstrated in this book. <laughs> like, that's one thing we can't communicate through, like, an audio medium, but there's, like, a lot of superfluous E's and just extra consonants. Yeah, it is definitely ye old English. Old mm-hmm. English. Uh, so I got a four and a nine. So my choices for four are... Aikweiss or Aikweiss, Aikweiss, or Aikweiss. I might say the Aikweiss. Uh, I don't know. Bort, <laughs> Bort. <laughs> and Drag. I actually like all of these as like gender neutral a little bit. <laughs> do you wanna? Do you wanna see what your surname is to see if one yeah. of them goes with a better? Okay. So what was what was that one again? It was nine. You get, um, Punstrusilzo. Can you type that out for me? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it is, there's some challenging... <laughs> so, I'm just going to put this in in gameplay for convenience. So the Punstrus- last name that I rolled up, um, got the last name Means Well, which I love and I want to stick with. Ooh, that's sounded. such a good last name. And when I rolled, I got a 10. And the options on the 10 aren't great. We got um, Cavalinetta, which I could probably get used to. Um, there's Tug, which I was, <laughs> was going to keep moving. <laughs> but then we have Assassin. And the name Assassin Means Well is like, amusing to me. That's that very good. good. That is like some Discworld stuff, I think. Yeah. <laughs> that's... <laughs> I know, like, it's supposed to be, like, a nickname, but, like, the first name Assassin just comes to mind as, like, something that, like, your parents would give you if, like, say, maybe, like, it wasn't their first language or something like that, or they just like the sound of it. They do. Without really thinking about the meaning. I know yeah, it sounds a couple arboreal. people name, well, one person, but I know that this is a name that people use, which is Steel, and, like, like Steel, yeah. like, the metal but it feels like such it assassin feels like in that same vein of like we're going to give mm-hmm. our kid a badass name they're yeah. going to be a badass this is my baby i mean badass a lot of, <laughs> a lot of kids are named hunter That's out there true. yeah true yeah. <laughs> and what is a hunter if not just an assassin of more things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so i love Punch trues zil punch trues yeah punch boy that's a, that is a tongue that boy. is an amazing uh thing okay. and I do really like ache vice uh I'm gonna 
pronounce the W with a V sound because it feels like it. Mm. Uh, so ache vice, but I also am going to take drag as a nickname. <laughs> uh, yeah. So ache vice drag punts through Zilla. So I love the idea of like this extremely fighty, extremely foppish person that people just call drag. <laughs> nice. That sounds good. So I I I get like weird about names, so I have like three other first name generators up, and so I'm going to name my character <laughs> Artemis, but I do want to roll a last name. And I rolled and I got stuns, and that's excellent. So <laughs> Artemis stuns. stuns with a Z. Honestly, oh she God. does every day, Hunty. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I think they're they them, but yeah. <laughs> All right. Hell yeah. Okay. So uh, we just cut out a lot of uh, just sort of busy work settling in on like the names of beloveds and all that. Um, obviously, a lot of the stuff we went over is, um, you know, c- c- done in not necessarily the same order that a lot of RPGs do. So let's just do a little recap, uh, starting with Fern. All right. So uh, my fop, uh, my dandy man, is Akevice Punstrusilzo. Punstrusilzo, also known as the dregs or just dreg. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he uses he him pronouns. Uh, he kind of, uh, uh, I think he's going to look kind of androgynous with long wavy red hair and an extremely flashy, flamboyant, androgynous style. Uh, nice. And he is eight foppish, which is part of that, uh, two serious, eight duelist, uh, and to aristocrat um he has a wastrel bastard son named steven fitz punts true silzo and <laughs> uh uh his nick who's also nicknamed chamber pot <laughs> <laughs> and there's probably a story behind that <laughs> uh and then he has a prize student uh her name is brooke Limewick, um, and she also is known around town as Likely Story. Uh, And, yeah. She's she's probably like a little spunky thing. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so next up the character I generated uh, is Assassin Meanswell. uh, Goes by they, them pronouns. Uh, figure they're sort of a uh, tall, slender person with uh, sort of wavy black hair, usually put up in a ponytail, uh, piercing green eyes, Mm -hmm. sort of uh, has that sort of face where they always seem to be looking down their nose at you. Oh no, oh no, Levi, you can't do this to me. (laughs) Oh, I can and I must. Uh, (laughs) Head of the Razor Serpent style, uh, has a foppish of eight, serious of two, Duelist of seven and aristocrat of three. Um, so the first beloved we have is uh, Rhapsody Cleft, a uh, comrade booze bag, uh, hangs around, drinks all my uh, wine, uh, and my and uh, 
also have a wastrel bastard son. Tristan means well. Uh, so, uh, need to find a better heir to the uh, Raven <laughs> My character is uh, Bardolf Pordillo. Uh, he, him, I am picturing, a, in contrast, a kind of heavyset guy. Um, I I feel like there is, I've got a very vague mental image of like a fictional thop I have seen that fits this, but I can't mm-hmm. quite sum it up. Like, like I said, sort of heavy set, and I feel like there's some Fraser Crane energy happening over there. <laughs> um, uh, he, his beloveds, oh, he has the subtle victory way as a school. His fop is just six. His seriousness is four. His duelist and aristocrat are most five. His uh, beloveds are his spouse, um, Cobra Portillo. I went with that name because I decided I wanted a character who was like the inverse of Mercy from Blades in the Dark. Aww. So, very <laughs> sinister last name, but apparently a very stable relationship. Um <laughs> And then he also has a good-hearted student named Boulderwhirl. Um, presumably they have a first name, but uh, Bardolf has not bothered to learn it. <laughs> so I am playing Artemis Stuns. Excellent name. Um, they are... Yes! <laughs> uh, their school is the Adamantine Pegasus Discipline. Um, they have a foppish of three and a serious of seven, so they are quite opposite to most of the other characters. Um, and their duelist and aristocrat are both five. Um, uh, they have a an alluring enamorada named Valentine Beauclair, and sh- who's she they? Um, and she is like very larger than life socialite. Um, mm. uh, and they have a good-hearted student named Noelle Woodfist. She is she is a good girl. Uh, that's that's about <laughs> what you can say for her. Um, <laughs> but so Artemis is, I think, like. I mean, you could you you knew this was coming, but of course they have silver hair. Um, <laughs> you mm-hmm. knew that was coming. Yes. Um, I I thought really hard about it, but I have I have to be myself. Oh, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah. Yes. Uh, but they, uh, in contrast to my norm, they do they do not wear black. They wear white. Um, <laughs> and mm. they they are they are. Should I make them really tall or short? I. I'm gonna go with short, Damn. short, but kind of like a wall, <laughs> like very broad-shouldered. Gotcha. All right. I really okay. w- would like a gender-neutral. Like I l- want to say short king, but not quite. Yeah. Oh, you can. <laughs> I, I think I think Artemis short would be okay with being called a short king. Short king, right? <laughs> <up. laughs> Short sovereign sounds Short good. Sovereign. Though, Short sovereign, yes. Short sovereigns rise up. Short monarch. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, um, we finished character creation, and we're about at the hour mark. And so, normally, that would be a good time for us to stop and sit back, and you know, take a little while to plan things out and get into things next episode. However, first off. It's our 200th episode, and so you know we are going all in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is that because this game is sort of um, 
when so, when people say this particular thing, it, it's often negative. But I mean this in the best possible way. This game is kind of on rails. Mm-hmm. Um, it is guided in such a way that I think we can just jump into things mm. because the first scene of a game of Dueling Fops of Vindemir is always Ye Midwinter Ball. It's a. Oh, I actually have a story about the Ye in uh, Old English uh, written oh. text. If you okay, so uh, it used to be that English had a letter for th. It was called Thorn. <gasps> and it's a it looks like a diamond with a stem sort of like a y with the top half of the diamond cut oh, well yeah like yeah. a y except that okay so that was for um th so when they would so when um so like when printing presses and things come out it's based off of the latin alphabet which does not have a thorn but it does have a y which looks kind of like thorn so they just used Y and figured people would know what it was they were doing. Oh. So. That, oh, okay. So, so they yeah. didn't ever say, like, ye old. No, they were saying. No, people didn't. Yeah, it, w- it was the. The. Okay. Old, yeah. <laughs> All right. That makes. That makes sense. I'm probably still going to say ye here because that. Yeah, I'm not going to make a thing of... out of it. It's just. Yeah. That, that is. No, it's good to know. <laughs> that's no, so cool. Yeah, that's. And- I learned something. And now that I'm thinking about it, I feel like I've seen these spelled not with a thorn, but with T-H, but two E's. Yeah. Like, and so I feel like I've seen that makes more sense. The, like, I've connected some dots there. <laughs> okay. So, um, to read off the scenario for Ye Midwinter Ball, this year's dance has something a little extra special going on. Tlunk, the forever frisky deity of love and ardor, has dipped their beard in the punch or something. As the great and good and just adequate of Vindemir gather to dance until dawn, love and venom darts unerringly strike. Or plainly, people fall in love. Deal with it. So first off, who is in attendance? Each teacher attends and picks one beloved to go as well. Um... I think that obviously I'm going to bring my devoted uh, spouse because why would I not want to uh, bring them to this fantastic ball? Uh, um, so I will be bringing uh, Tristan. All right. That's probably a good idea because if you bring Rhapsody, she's probably going to get into the punch real quick from <laughs> yeah. what I have heard of her. Yeah, of, of course I'm bringing Valentine. Like, Mm-hmm. There's no other option. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have come. I I don't know. I'm I'm kind of torn between like my bastard son is just there. I didn't bring. Him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got it. <laughs> or, or I've brought uh, Brooke, but I think that's that's it. I think Steve. I think Chamberpot Steve Stephen <laughs> is 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 in attendance and happens to be there. Okay. You can't stop him, um, unfortunately. <laughs> I so, am his dad, but I can't stop him. <laughs> uh, uh well you're not you're not legally his dad. You're not yeah. my real dad. <laughs> um so um and so because it turns out the whole um like divine love influence is uh 
kind of acting at random, each player rolls 1d6 to see whom their teacher has been suddenly <laughs> smitten by. Count off players going clockwise, skipping yourself. And with this, I think we're just we can just use like the little icons in the Discord call mm -hmm. and like clockwise can just mean down. Mm -hmm. Um, the person on whom you land, your character is now infatuated with your pick of whom they sent the ball. Um, take note, if it's mutual, great. If it's not, even better. If you get rivals for the same lover, that's best. So remember ye rule of democratic liberty, which is that if everyone thinks something should happen, it happens, regardless of what any other rule mm -hmm. says. Excellent. Um, and just, and just to be, to reiterate, um, when... Like, you can choose whether you are falling in love with the player's teacher or the person that their teacher brought. Um, so, who wants to go first? I'll do I'm it. I'm very excited. Let's, yeah. let's do this. Okay. Let's fall in love. Kiss, kiss, fall in love. Got a four. <laughs> so, one, two, three. Skipping me, so I get Pixie. Ah. Oh. Okay. Oh, well, I'm, I mean, it's, hmm. hmm. <laughs> You've got two amazing choices there. Yeah. Um, if yeah, you, Valentine's. If you need to know a little more about Valentine, she is tall and she has, like, black bobbed <laughs> hair and she, like, wears, like, really, like, loud clothing. I love her. Mm. Yeah, okay. So, yes, um... Assassin means well is going to be smitten with a Valentine Beauclair. All right. Uh, rolling a d6, getting a two. I'm also with Pixie. <laughs> oh no! And you can you can uh, pick the same one. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm thinking about it though. Uh, so this is my. <laughs> It's just going to be very funny if just like, oh yeah, you show up with your hot girlfriend, what could go wrong? Oh no, Everyone. every other duelist. <laughs> your girlfriend's too hot, we all just like immediately are over there like, hey, what's up? I wouldn't mind some erotic lightning going on in my life. I'll Jordan have what they're up. having. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I think it would all like I also very much would like to like to fall in love with this very serious person. Uh, True. Uh, but but no, for the drama, I'm going to fall in love with Valentine. <laughs> yeah, both as very well. good options, but that is yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see about me six so that is one two three oh my god is it me yes <laughs> yes <laughs> and you can't just oh my god okay um oh god my character's married too now do I, uh it's so now obviously you know two is fine but for three do i want to go all in or do i want to buck the trend mm. Um, oh, it would be really uh, funny. It it would be. Um, I feel like I. Here's the thing: if the other two weren't going for Valentine, I think I would definitely go for Valentine in this situation. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to. Yeah, let's let's just do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so good. 
And now, <laughs> and now, who is Artemis smitten let's, by let's see. while everyone else? It's got to be someone else this time. <laughs> it literally has to literally. be. So you're supposed to count down <laughs> the list? Yeah. Okay, so one, two, three, four, five. It is Fern. Ooh. Let's Hell see. Yeah. So you have brought... Um, your son just the... is there. Uh, my son yes. is there. Your son is just there. Um, I, I, I think my son is like a... A, a, a tall, uh, broad shoulder, taller than me, broad shouldered guy, uh, probably, uh, maybe like in nineteen twenty twenty one in that range. Mm. I I I think I will go with um, uh, how do you pronounce? Oh, you're just calling yourself drag, right? Everyone calls you drag. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I'm gonna go with drag in this case. Excellent. Drag is. Dreg is also like the best duelist here, so yeah. like there's some draw there. And it's funny, it's funny um, too because Dreg is is smitten with Valentine, whom I brought. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we've got some. We, uh, we, what's 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 the love? What's the? I almost what's said Lovecraft shape? when I meant this Shakespeare. What's the Shakespeare one where with like all the cross dressing and the like? Uh, I mean, oh, oh, is it Twelfth uh, Night? Twelfth night, yes. This is some twelfth night energy. Going I, I on feel here. like this isn't a love triangle. This is just a love asterisk. Yeah, all of us are vying <laughs> for just a soap opera. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so, um, so let's see. Uh, let me just review what the how the turn order works in this. Um, so okay, so now that now that we've got all that sorted out, um. The players take turns in order to carry out actions. Once every teacher and beloved has taken one action, the sun ah. rises and everyone goes home. Now, I believe the system is... Let me just... Oh, the first scene, play starts with whomever has the highest duelist score. Me! Um, mm-hmm. Play during the scene goes clockwise. Every scene after that, play begins with whomever has been waiting longest to act. That sounds good. Okay, so first, uh, Fern, you get to act and take an action, and as you will see on this, on the uh, Midwinter Ball section, there are a series of various actions you can take, but you can also go off the menu, as it were, and try and figure something out uh, based on just, we can work out roles for whatever your character would want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, you get to take one action first and you can either do it through your teacher or the beloved you have brought along so uh what's it gonna be i'm going to try to seduce somebody i'm going to try to seduce valentine i'm going right <laughs> for it we're time also uh it's every teacher and beloved has taken one action so you get one with right. each yeah yeah so, yeah i just i just okay. meant who's going which would go yeah, first my, okay. uh, my teacher is going first with oh, that okay. And is going to try and seduce Valentine. Now, what do I okay. roll? I roll Foppish um, plus Aristocrat. Yes. How excellent! Except <laughs> not. Yeah, it's it's like it is a full ten. So I okay, roll one d six plus ten or. Yes, one d six plus ten. I believe that like a ten automatically succeeds, but otherwise you are trying to get like an unmodified ten always succeeds, but without that you're trying to get over a fifteen. Okay. Okay. 
I got a 13, so I didn't quite make it. (laughs) So let's see. Fail. They curl their lip and decline in whatever fashion their player feels is most amusing. You lose a point of foppish. If you kill them later, you're going to look terribly petulant. (laughs) Okay, well, so, well, first off, uh, shift foppish down and serious up. And I guess how, um, I guess it's up to, uh, well, first off, maybe you should describe what your approach was in this case before Pixie decides. I, uh, I think that I 100% was going at it from a, hey, I am the best duelist in town. <laughs> uh, like, uh, hello, have you seen all of these medals that are on my bright blue satin sash? <laughs> Would you like to look at these these many awards that I have won with my indomitable hairstyle? Uh no, I'm not calling your hair bad. I'm talking about my like something to that. <laughs> so, 100% made a beeline and just tried to be flashy and uh, perhaps did not did not succeed. We can have Pixie like say how that was. Yeah. So <laughs> received. So uh, Valentine is actually going to laugh at you, and she's gonna no! be like, <laughs> she's gonna be like, oh. it's like, is that what you think I care about? It's like she's like really like really. <laughs> I just realized like I, nice I was picturing sweet. Valentine. <laughs> I just realized I've been picturing Valentine as looking kind of like I know from Guilty Gear. Yeah, I have like this. I don't even know. It's almost like like uh, Uma Thurman in in Pulp Ooh. Fiction kind of look in my head. Oh, like with this blunt black bob, but like in like seventies like style like very loud clothing that's very like in a zoot suit so my brain so i i rolled a sparkly pink d20 and my other d20 was sparkly black so my brain is almost like femme metaton like oh oh, shit that's also very good oh damn (laughs) i'm so upset I'm, sorry. I'm gonna go swoon on it. I'm going to. I'm gonna go faint on a couch of despair. I'm going. Uh, so, um, based on the rules, I'm not sure. Uh, like, should we do it where each each person like acts with their teacher and with the beloved they brought, and then the turn changes, or do we like? go through the turn order twice i think it might be more fun at least from a listening perspective to switch up the characters since it's, this is yeah. such a like snappy game it might yeah. be okay. more fun to do two rounds okay that makes sense sure. so um have <laughs> so uh Levi's assassin has just seen uh, one person dash himself yeah. upon the shores of Valentine. Uh, what if that's what made you fall in love with her, was watching her <laughs> make like, a man, fool of me? She, she destroyed that dreg dude. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. You know, um... I'm looking over the options here. 
thinking I might uh, go with Tristan first, just mm-hmm. to, okay. like, assassins hanging back and, like, sort of seeing how things develop before uh, mm-hmm. making a move, as their namesake would indicate. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Tristan is uh, a wastrel and a bastard. So, let's see here. So there's some good options in here. Uh, take mighty drafts and boast looks fun. Uh, so I want to try out the brag mechanic. Yeah. And uh, make mock or engage in pesty, petty fisticuffs is also uh, <laughs> great. Uh, it should be noted, though, in general, that uh, if if uh, teachers get into fights, the classic uh, downside of losing is like losing a point of duelist. Um, if beloveds get in fights they can actually die pretty easily so just something to keep in mind as we move forward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i think what's gonna happen here is that uh tristan means well who is nearby to uh valentine and uh drag while this is happening you know just getting like shoveling an armful of uh pigs in a blanket into a bag or whatever <laughs> he's going to uh he's going to make mock of uh uh Aquice's, uh just fresh romantic pain oh, no. pat him on the back it's like wow that was brutal dude if that happened to me i would not want to show my face outside you know <laughs> despair okay. so, uh, i i figure i figure tristan is like He's not really built for the whole uh, Razor Serpent style thing. He's a little more uh, barrel-chested and stubbly. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's see. So for that, I roll Foppish plus a Duelist. All right. And you get a plus one to Duelist. Uh, it... Oh, I've already got hella Duelist. So <laughs> All right. 2d6 plus 8. I like how you don't have to like roll against anything and mm-hmm. with stuff like this. You're not to, ooh, okay. Ooh. You got a five and a three plus eight is sixteen. So okay. that is a success. Ah ha ha! They look like a ninny. Uh, the player to <laughs> my left, so I guess up, uh, describes exactly how my ploy leaves them humiliated and seething. They lose a point of foppish. Oh, really rubbing it in. Okay. Oh, no. okay. oh my gosh. <laughs> you yeah, thought you we were saw so that. foppish? <laughs> yeah, you saw that eight and everyone was like, get him. Get his ass. Get him. <laughs> okay, so, well, let me, so I guess this means that... Oh. It's me. So, yeah, when it says the player to my left... The, yeah, that's uh, Fern, I guess. Mm-hmm. So... I get to decide. Um, I get to choose. I get to. I get to yeah, tell how my does, fate. Yeah. How does? How does uh, this? How does this uh, mockery not go well for? Um, I I really drag? I really like the uh, idea of like so. Uh, Akevice came out in full regalia, like crimson <laughs> suit blue sash all the medals every medal that he's won even the participation medals for like (laughs) all of that just all of it pinned it looks very impressive uh and then it gets scored by that goes to sulk on a pillowy couch and then and then um tristan comes up 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Arms just... full, full, full of of pigs in a blanket. <laughs> 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 and it's just like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> you must be pretty ashamed of yourself. So I feel like the image of this person uh, that perhaps Tristan does not look as uh, high class as I am. And he's like <laughs> doing this like backhanded pity thing. Makes, <laughs> like my, my, my face turn as red as my hair and get very angry. <laughs> um, and you have left me effectively seething. <laughs> Ta-da! All right. So the fops are out, and shortly after the claws. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks, and... Tristan. <laughs> yeah, next thanks, we, Tristan. Next, we got a uh, pixie. It looks like. Oh, yeah. I see. Mm. So is it Artemis or Valentine? Who's going to be acting? Mm. I think I'm going to wait for Artemis, but I need to figure out what Valentine would be doing at this point. Mm. Mm. You guys are so sm- smart. I went in just <laughs> at first, just like, yeah, my main <laughs> character's in love with this person. Let's go. And- that's, the, that's how fops do. So. <laughs> that's how it's done. Mm-hmm. Or, well, then again... Because, like, so I am suddenly smitten with, uh, with Dreg. Uh, I could offer Sandra <laughs> Right, advice. I forgot! You could be on the rebound right now. Like, yeah, my girlfriend <laughs> yes. don't like you, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I, also, I also think, so they, they have witnessed, they have witnessed, um, Dreg just get, like, uh destroyed by their really hot girlfriend and then they they have witnessed the you know the the aftermath of Tristan be <laughs> like they can see <laughs> that Dreg is like mm-hmm. about to do something really stupid probably and so i i think mm-hmm. actually yeah i think i'm going to go ahead and have um my brain i just forgot my own character i'm going to have artemis um offer sage advice to dreg and so they're they're like going to they're going to uh walk over there they're going to feel like let, let me roll first it's just serious yeah, plus aristocrat let's see. so mm-hmm. that is please don't murder this this child <laughs> wait so so the rolls are what is it again the it's a d10 1d10 or 2d10 wait 1d10 1d10 I thought it was. I thought it was two d six. I'm sorry. I think oh, I sorry. Fuck that last or d six. Sorry. Oh, well, one d six. Right. Well, you. Well, you can. St- uh, it, it's it's one d ten. One d ten. Oh, oh so we have been oh, okay. Oh, you've you've been rolling with d sixes all this time. Oh, geez, I'm so yeah, sorry. sorry. Um, yeah, that's just sort of. That's okay. Okay. Oh, um, Fern, you rolled one d six too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm. It's okay. Oh, you, well, should, I think the well, situation that we've got going I, right now I'm, is really funny. I'm enjoying. Funny. I think yeah. that this audio Tech- theater is entertaining, and that, and also, yeah. I am having fun. Yes, uh, these are all roles that we could have gotten with one d ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm I'm happy to 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 keep them as yeah, is and just, just a, fix uh, the gameplay for going forward. Yeah, we'll we'll clarify yeah, for fun. the record for the listeners that it is 1d10. Um but we're yes. going to keep it for yeah. now. Okay, so let me roll my d10. That is a d12. 
There we go. I got a uh, six plus that it, it's plus both the the serious and aristocrat, right? Mm-hmm. So yes. that is uh that is t- plus twelve. Um, okay, so yeah, eighteen. Okay, yeah. Well, that definitely succeeds. So, um, for sage advice, and I do want to just read the text for offer sage advice because it's very funny. Hey, if you always thought the cool character in Hamlet was Polonius, you can try to convince people not to do the stupid, stupid things they're obviously doing or about to do. This also um, feels like another Shakespeare poll of my favorite uh, Romeo and Juliet character, Ben Volio, ben Volio, who was right the whole time. The real, real bro. <laughs> so it says, if you're talking to someone about affairs of the heart, you can remove infatuation or de-escalate devotion back down to infatuation. There is like a tiered loyalty system, but it hasn't really come up. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to in- convince someone not to be a violent dickhead, they now roll with disadvantage when fighting for the rest of the scene. So which of two of those would the... Which of those would have been? Man, either of those is, like, fully appropriate right now. Um, yeah. <laughs> I can e- So I can either remove uh, the infatuation, which, uh, which, first of all, Valentine is my girlfriend, and second of all, I'm currently into you, so that would make sense. Mm-hmm. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> But then you are also like probably like at, at least as far as um, Artemis turning knows, red, and I'm the best fighter here. Yeah, you're on the cusp. Yeah. I will, I'm ready to remind everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, if I do that though, that's it's not that you can't. It's just that you roll with disadvantage when fighting for the rest of the scene. But so. it is also funny because I've already taken my turn, so I can't do anything with this. Oh, that's true. <laughs> In this scene, I think. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Well, do you? Oh, question: Do you roll like? Do you roll with your numbers for your beloveds? Is that the same? Okay, yeah. okay, just making sure. Because um, if because uh, if your beloved happens to fight, that would uh, hmm. true. So I think in that case, um, I will remove. Well, see. In either case, does so does infatuation go forward? Does that stay? I believe infatuation carries forward. Okay. Yes. Okay. In that case, I am going to remove the infatuation. In this case, like, I, I think, I, <laughs> I think Artemis is gonna be like, like, listen, um, Valentine is, um, Valentine is an experience. She is larger than life. Like. <laughs> so you're saying she's too tall for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, if like if height were the issue, <laughs> like, like um, I I think they're gonna be like, um, at this point, you know, you should like. Just, just nurse your wounds. Put yourself back together. Um, it's probably not worth it. Uh, love her, but <laughs> she's like that. <laughs> I. All right. Well, I'm very. I. I definitely like the. Hey, 
please stop hitting on my girlfriend. Also, little bit of hitting on you, just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit, just a li- little bit. Like, like yeah. probably like so. Um, at least in this case, like defend your honor would have been like you know legit, but like mm-hmm. he's clearly not, or they're clearly not mad about it. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so I guess it's my turn then. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I don't want to seem uncreative, but the plan that I had had going forward was actually to have Cobra act and um, offer sage advice to their husband. <laughs> To try to make him stop gawking <laughs> at the at feisty social life. That's so good, <laughs> And so let's see if I could... This is definitely interesting because this is me rolling against myself effectively. <laughs> but I am doing it with plus two aristocrat. So that should be very helpful. So that is, um, is serious plus two aristocrat. So that'd be nine plus two. So... 19 phew okay so i'm going to take that thing and it's just i think it is not it is not like especially um it's not that cobra is angry or at least not openly so (laughs) they're just sort of taking i need to remind myself of my character's name bardolf to the side and being like hey we're still good right um (laughs) i just you know uh, not being confrontational, but definitely it is presented in a way like, hey, I saw you looking. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, clearly you need a moment to be reminded of what you've got. And it works out. Uh, Bardolf like sort of like strains himself out and it like a- apologizes. Mm-hmm. I haven't described Cobra yet. And I don't have the like the strongest mental image i have to say i imagine them having a similar build to bartolf so oh, oh they're cute oh, this is i love cute. them <laughs> oh they're wholesome thank you um so yes that that is happening um and then i believe it circles around to fern again and mm-hmm. i think i think steven can do what he pleases now yeah steven's going to just fuck around uh <laughs> fuck around will he find out fuck around and find out <laughs> uh i think that uh yep yeah yeah uh so uh he's going to take a mighty droughts and boast <laughs> Jeez. So after chugging or finishing multiple glasses of unusually good Chardonnay, you stand up on a table and loudly declaim a brag. This is a, a, a standard foppish plus duelist roll. Yeah, so. nice. Um, let's see. Roll this to loudly publicly pronounce the deed you intend to accomplish. Ooh, okay. Okay. So, uh, the... Duelist is minus one <laughs> okay. because it is it is Steven, and then yep. uh, Foppish. Well, you're still working off your base duelist, so yeah. that's still a big advantage. Uh, uh, Foppish is six, so seven plus six is thirteen. So roll. 
big money, I say, as if I don't need anything. I have a, more than an 80% chance. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if my result is 21, so... Yeah, okay, that'll do it. <laughs> so, yes, uh, Chamber Pot Fitz uh, gets on a table... And, uh, at a very fancy party, so this is a whole thing. This probably gently adds to, uh, Dreg's, like, disappointment in the <laughs> evening. <laughs> Poor Dreg. <laughs> um, and, uh, talks about how, uh, it, like... So we don't know what's coming, but Dreg says, like, like, oh, at the next hunt or whatever, uh, I, I like, I, I know the way of the beast. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I know the way of the beast. None of you guys understand it, but I understand, like, what a fox is thinking. <laughs> 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 I can get into the headspace of the fox. <laughs> Weird flex, but okay. And it's just a furry. <laughs> yeah. That's the so the benefit of the success is you get plus one fop, so oh, yeah. that gets to make up for some of the damage dealt. And if you succeed in your brag later, you get an additional plus one fop. Oh gosh! So if a hunt happens. Uh... And he does yeah. a good job. <laughs> good, mm -hmm. good, good, good. Yeah, you have hit yourself on the road to recovery. Yeah. <laughs> I will. <laughs> you keep your pop levels high. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you almost, you were almost in doing something in moderation. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, <sighs> that's all that happens for that evening. <laughs> okay. For so, me, my characters yeah, so, so far, unless anybody does oh, anything with mine. Yeah. So we're back to me, and Assassin has to make a move. Um, Alright. Boy, Assassin is real. Uh, oh, okay. I had an idea. So, mm -hmm. I've, the last person who tried to make a move directly on Valentine uh, got obliterated. Mm -hmm. So, let's see. Under seduce somebody, it says perennially popular. If you want to impress your new crush, flirt with them or someone else to make them jealous. Oh. That never ends badly. I oh. like that idea. You can't seduce your own characters, but you may pick someone else's beloved. Even if their player didn't bring them to the ball, they're there anyhow. Oh, oh man. That's so, Assassin is... Uh, Gonna play the long game and uh, seduce. Let me see here. There's too many windows. Uh, Noel Woodfist. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's see. Good hearted student always listens, tries hard, never gives up. She sounds nice. <laughs> has two left feet and no defensive yeah. instinct. So you did not invite her, but she has wound it up here somehow, and maybe spying this is the first time you become aware of that. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, uh, Assassin Meanswell is going to approach uh, Noel Woodfist and uh, butter her up a little bit. She's like, oh, I can tell from your stance that you're a, a practice duelist. <laughs> Do you want to... Maybe, maybe I can uh, come take a look at your form sometime. Oh, God. 
Too bad. So, all right. Foppish plus aristocrat. Come, all right. Those are both. Well, Foppish is pretty good. All right. Roll 1d10 plus a Foppish of 8. Aristocrat of 3. So, 11. Oh, rolled a oh, one. Uh, yeah, so even even with the eleven, that's mm. only twelve. That is not enough. Yep. Um, so that means that uh, Fern. <laughs> no wait, oh. fail. Oh wait, no, I forgot. That was make mock. Um, yeah. So yeah, again, Pixie gets to uh, d- describe uh, assassin being. Rejected in whatever fashion you find most amusing. <laughs> so, so Noelle is Noelle is just like solidly. She is a she's a good girl, and she's maybe like a little. So she's probably a little bit socially dense, but like she probably also kind of gets that you're coming on to her. Um, and she's just gonna be like, um, well, uh, she's like really nervous. Like, well, um, I kind of I already have a teacher, uh, so that's that's fine. Thanks. Uh, bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Tristan's uh, Tristan's wounded ego loses a point of foppish. Yep. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Thanks for nothing. Trunk. Trunkle. Yeah. Whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The love god has <laughs> got everyone crushing, but also very little like reciprocation going on. So it's like actual crushing. It's just like the yeah it's, it's the oppressive actually- weight. <laughs> Actually, crushing my ego against the for it, it, the god's forehead like a beard man. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, next up, I believe Valentine gets to act. Ah, uh, yes. Oh, I hmm. Something for Valentine to do because, like, <laughs> she's probably just let's see, like having a good time. Uh, what yeah. what are the basic roles also like let's the... see so for foppish and aristocrat uh i see seduce and also outshine mm-hmm. um outshine could be good uh, foppish and duelist foppish and duelist has humiliate and brag serious aristocrat has buy stuff and cope with peasants but also talk sense and then serious and duelist are both just like either trying to kill someone or training to be better at killing people mm-hmm. So, I feel like, I mean, seduce is always a possibility. Um, outshine mm-hmm. is, that's, that's a, that's a tempting one. Um, humiliate and brag would also be somewhat, I mean, bragging in general, but. Yeah. Then I have to think of something for her to brag about, because that's something that you're going to do, right? I've got yeah. three people looking at me in this party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that that is something to brag about. Um Outshine like Outshine is the one that's standing out to me, but that needs a target, so who should I be attempting to? Oh, you know what? You know what? Because so so uh Valentine also probably noticed uh Bardolf looking at her too. And so like mm-hmm. Cobra has taken Bardolf aside and like assuaged oh, that. Dear. So oh, uh no. so Valentine is going to outshine Cobra. <laughs> Or oh my to. god! <laughs> Brutal. Yep. 
Nasty. <laughs> we got <laughs> we're all getting into the fop mindset. This is some it's always sunny shit going on. <laughs> so the tangled webs we weave. Yeah, like it's not even like she wants him, but like mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> but it exactly. would be fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um so that is yeah, that's foppish and aristocrat. Foppish and aristocrat. And any, and any modifiers you get from oh, uh, you get oh, you get plus two foppish and minus two aristocrat so for Valentine's, so nothing. it evens out. <laughs> yeah, foppish and foppish and aristocrat. So that's a plus eight. Oh, I got a. Is that a six or a nine on this dice? It's not marked. Oh, they should be more clear about that. <laughs> I believe it's. Uh, yeah, it's a six. Okay, it's a six plus okay. uh, eight. Okay, so I think that's a miss. Trying to do math. Okay. (laughs) So, uh... Hmm, how should... I'm trying to think of a good, like... Good way to, like, subtly imply that, like... Hmm. What what would Cobra be like doing at this? Hmm. Yeah, I think at this point, if they had like, if they weren't just like, uh, uh, talking with their husband the whole time, probably just like mingling, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, like has a drink in one hand, is talking with various like society folks, mm-hmm. and perhaps like I don't know, talking up their husband or okay. something like that. So I feel like Valentine like would kind of like saunter over and like subtly like embed herself in this conversation and like start um, bringing attention to like how like good she looks tonight, basically like. <laughs> talking about Mood. like this new dress and you know the the designer and the new fashions and things like that mm-hmm. but it was a miss yes correct? it was a miss i think no i it was, don't see a it was wait so six plus eight would be yeah it's a miss okay I can't do math. so i don't see like a listed downside of losing in this particular case so i think i think the i'm I'm inclined to say that the main consequence is just that, like, it doesn't work, and maybe as as a consequence, you like, she she looks as petty as she is acting. Yeah, like no nobody really cares, and she doesn't get the attention <laughs> that she wants, and she's like clearly irritated and like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good, and then I guess it's. My teacher's turn. Mm-hmm. Bardolf. Um, well, he has been watching and everyone has been uh, kind of making fools of themselves. <laughs> well, not sometimes successfully. Sometimes they get something out of it. Um, <laughs> but uh, let's see. I'm just going to look over what has been done and maybe look at if there's something that has not been done yet. Um... There's not been any dueling yet here, is the thing. But defending my honor sounds maybe a bit much, especially because I don't have mm. the highest duelist um, or the highest serious. <laughs> um, 
I am going to make mock or engage in petty fisticuffs um, against Artemis, I think. Oh, my. Um, because, actually, hmm, hold on. Actually, yeah, no, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I am going to specifically do it at, um, at Dreg, oh. but specifically, not even, like, I'm, I'm focusing on the petty fisticuffs part of this. Oh, gosh. Um, so my guy's probably just been sort of, like, nursing his gin or whatever in the corner for a while. All of this has been going on. Your character has been, like, knocked down a couple pegs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, like, he's the one with the claymore. You know what I should do? <laughs> I should, <laughs> I should pick a fight. He's clearly raring to go. Yeah. Um, I just love that it's fully drag time. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, you think you're so great because you win things and you're the best. <laughs> um, and I think... <laughs> Some of us have spouses that love them. <laughs> exactly. I'm not, I'm not prepared to, like, get into an actual fight, but, like... It, it's it, more like antagonizing like, them until they want to fight, and then be like, "Hey, what's like, the matter, man?" Push just, each other exactly. A bit. Yeah, <laughs> just a little, <laughs> just a little guy I, over here. I want to, I want to say my character like slaps your ass or something. <laughs> <laughs> yes, love it, Ooh. love it, one hundred percent. Okay, so this is a oh, foppish boy. plus duelist, which is a plus eleven for me. Um... And that is a 12, and I, I, a 1 specifically, oh. jeez. And so the player to your left, which I think would be Pixie in this situation, describes how uh, they turn the tables and leave you looking immature, indecently vicious, or just playing ungentle, and I lose a point of foppish. Well, I don't think it would be very hard <laughs> to make me look that I way. I think it's very funny that it's like, yes, sweetie, I am in it for you, slaps, a good, slaps the, other, <laughs> the, the boy's ass. Yeah. 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 Like that's really like. um, Yeah. So like you've you've made up with your spouse and everything, and you're just like having having a good night, and like nobody's done anything to you, and you just walk Mm -hmm. over and like mess with somebody who's been already very thoroughly humiliated and yeah like everyone's like what a dick (laughs) also this brings all of my stats to five so what an incredible act of neutralization and i i guess with that like the sun starts to rise and everyone's gonna like try and catch a cab home i guess um so yeah that is the first act completed i believe that um we still have two new infatuations in process with artemis still being infatuated with dreg Mm -hmm. and uh assassin still being infatuated with valentine Mm -hmm. so that'll be interesting going forward Mm -hmm. um a lot of stats have been shuffled around and so i believe that's a good place to call this episode and in the next episode we're going to do our first random scene All right. Very exciting. Gonna see where the dice take us. Yes. So uh, here, I'm looking. I'm hoping we get erotic machinations. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> that's that's definitely good because, like, you know what? Just if it was just like, oh, 
erotic happenstance that be like, okay, yeah, this is like random, like second times erotic machinations. machinations. <laughs> there's so there's exciting. moving parts here by definition. Um, <laughs> We're at the old mill, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so. Thank you, everyone, once again for joining us for the 200th episode. You've you've all been fantastic, and I meant that. I when I started saying that, I hadn't figured out if I was saying that to the players or the listeners, and I guess it's both. Um, <laughs> though I have less means of verifying that the listeners have been fantastic, besides <laughs> the fact that they're listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll trust you. Don't worry about it. <laughs> exactly, we're using the honor system here. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess I don't have anything else especially important to say besides just like hey thanks to greg for letting us test this out obviously we're going to get through an entire like seven scene run of this uh given how fast that all went i'm i imagine it shouldn't take too long yeah especially block too especially because this is a game with like a set ending condition Mm -hmm. which i always appreciate yeah um so yeah uh join us next time for more dueling fops on big gay nerds and uh until next time stay big gay and nerdy and for the 200 let's throw an extra thing yeah. stay foppish stay foppish stay <laughs> challenge mode hell yeah uh, bring back some uh ruffles uh, exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe dual slap a twink slap a twink's ass it's fine yeah. just do it <laughs> hey you know what something i didn't something i didn't mention last time um it's it's pride month baby really um, <laughs> yeah let's let's get out there let's out, let's let's have props of pride let's bring people complain about like lips or let's let's start dueling people at pride why not (laughs) that's what that's been my goal and i'm maybe i should make it happen the discourse if i saw if i was at pride and i saw a float and there were like two lesbians sword fighting i would would lose my shit go i would would throw money at them (laughs) yeah I would also give them some space because there's a non zero percent chance one of them. Yeah. One of them might turn into a car. Um, <laughs> Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Bloodhands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Verdandi, Neon Hellcat, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the lauded gay nerds tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook.